Friends and welcome to the Secret Podcast at Service of Change, where we challenge reality, question that which we've been taught in hopes of inspiring a new direction of thought to bring about change. I'm your host, Dennis Nappy II, with Service of Change, where you can read my book for free, I Am Human, and we are not who we think we are, just by going to serviceofchange.com, click on the image of the book. This book will challenge your understanding of reality as it begins to expose one of humanity's darkest secrets. Tonight's show is a fascinating discussion with my new friend, Joe. He is a contactee. Some people refer to people with these experiences as abductees, uh, you know, dealing with the whole alien phenomenon. Joe has a different take on who they are. So we're going to jump right into this discussion with Joe as he explains his encounters with these beings where they come from, and what their intentions are. So please pay attention, turn up your volume. You're going to want to hear what Joe has to say about his encounters. We're going to jump right into that right now. Okay, tonight I have Joe on the line. And Joe is, uh, you know, he's had some experiences in the abduction uh, arena that are really quite interesting for all of you out there listening today. Uh, and I'd love to have uh, you know him share with us what he's experienced, what he's seen, and uh, you know his understanding of of this phenomenon with uh, with alien abduction. So, Joe, are you are you with me right now? Yes, I am. I'd like to correct something, if I may. Sure, go right ahead, please. The fact is that we we're not looked at as uh, we're we're sort of like. We're also, in effect, their grandfathers. Uh, the fact is, I don't believe that they are kidnapping us, taking us, and experimenting on us. It's in their best interest to keep us alive, chicken, and, and well, in well-being. Let me let me step back for a minute because you said a whole bunch of really interesting things there. Um, you know, first of all, who who are they? They are. They are human beings, but they are evolved beyond us. Mm-hmm. They are basically like us in, in almost every way. The eyes are larger, the, the bodies may be smaller, the heads are bigger. Of course, whenever a human being gets more intelligent than on your body, the less muscle you've got on your body, the smaller your body gets, the weaker your body gets. Mm-hmm. Eventually, you'll become very small. 
without the extra light that we get from the sun, get larger to allow more light in. But everybody's under the misconception that those are their eyes. Those are not their eyes. Mm-hmm. They are wearing. They're wearing an apparatus so that they can see the way they. So some some kind of technology on on their uh, on their, their I guess headgear then. And now, again, let me step back because you, you give us a lot of really good information here. Where do, where do they come from? You know, you said they're us. I mean, are are they, or or where where are they from? Where are they coming from? They are from Earth, but they're not from our time frame. Okay. All right. So th- it, we're talking then time travel here. About time travel. Okay, now what? at what point, you know? They consider us their grandfathers, but they also consider us their children. They went back. They modified the human genome. They created genes. They added them, spliced. They made us what we are, are not now what we are going to be in the future. We are headed in the right direction, though. So, so overall, you're saying this is a good thing for human development, then, with these encounters and these experiences. Have you noticed that every generation is smarter than the one before? I, I don't know. Maybe I can make the argument that uh, not so much with the state of affairs today in the world. But yes, you know, we have seen, um, you know, human intelligence is advancing at an increasing rate. What took us, you know, a hundred years to, you know, to learn and develop now is taking us, I think they're saying hours um, is, is how fast we're, we're developing technologies. Reason for that. These, you call them abductees. Mm-hmm. I, I just call them visitations. Right. Because the truth is, I don't believe, like if you pick your child up out of their crib and you know the child is sick, and you take that child to the doctor, you attach it to, say, a computer. Your analyzes and fixes the problem. Right. Is that harmful to the child, or is it just traumatic to the child? I, I see what you're ma- you're, the point you're making, and, and, and it's a good point. Um, you know, in a lot of cases, it's, it's just traumatic to the child because they don't understand what's going on. But how would you know that that's what they're doing? How did you come into that level of information that it's, you know, they're basically our caretakers? I've been getting visitations since my earliest memories. Can you, can you walk us through maybe, you know, what one of your first encounters was like? Terrifying. Mm-hmm. Mind-blowingly terrifying. What? Absolutely uh, the most scared I've ever been in my life. Something approaches you in the dark, you don't know what it is, you can't move, you can't breathe, you are in panic mode, your eyes are all around you, you see these shadow people, things around you. It's, I mean, I'm getting so much just thinking about it. Yeah. It's extremely traumatizing. It's something you're going to, you're going to suffer through post-traumatic stress disorder mm-hmm. from. Now, so how old were you? I'm sorry to cut you off. I just want to try to set the, the stage here. How old were you when you first saw these shadowy creatures surrounding your room? I was around seven. 
around seven years old. And can you describe them in a little more detail? They're, they're just like us. Some of them are tall, some of them are short. Some of them are, are still children, but they're way more intelligent than we are. They still have a function, mm -hmm. but they're still children. Right. That's the point that humanity is headed toward. You're going to have the technology to implant memories. Mathematics will be uh, something not learned. It will be programmed. Um, these things are going to be able to program your mind. They are already doing it. But they're also adapting you. They're changing, modifying DNA. Mm -hmm. now, How to approach a bottleneck. Do you know what a bottleneck is? Yeah, it's a choke point where everything gets kind of congested. Okay, and it's also when a lot of people die off. You know, there's been a lot of different models talking about uh, the world moving in that direction, uh, and I, I will caveat that with uh, once again. So, the fact is, you know, we, we were discussing something earlier, and I, I thought I would approach it very fast. Mm -hmm. Technology has hit its forward place. We're not going to need nanotechnology. We're not going to need uh, nanotechnology is only going to be needed to replace and repair body parts that have fallen off or, uh, say, pieces of you. Mm -hmm. But as far as your brain goes, you know, a lot of people think, uh, I know the first thing that comes to my mind whenever I hear somebody's anal protein, Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry, there, there's a lot of uh, activity that goes in the bed and a lot of uh, uh, <laughs> homosexual jokes come up. Right, you know, I, I, think about that kind of I, I think, you know, on a side note, and you and I talked about this previously, um, you know, that, that came out, you know, through Whitley Strieber's books. He, he had mentioned that experience and they used that to, uh, to try to discredit him for what he was saying in his book, Communion. It was one thing about, you know, the, the abduction experience that had the face of what people call the gray on the book. And he came out and said, hey, this something happened to me. I can't explain it. And I'm going to be as raw and honest as I can. The I guess the spirit of full disclosure, trying to understand what happened. He put that out there saying that they stuck something in him. And uh, that's what the media focused on instead of this fantastic story that this man had the courage to tell. And they used that to kind of discredit him. And, so that's what comes up when people say, you know, hey, aliens, they say, oh, anal probes, you know, well, not exactly. But I know you have more to it, um, you know, than what we just said. Well, let's, let's get rid of the idea of anal probe altogether. Mm -hmm. I, I'm going to say this. You're, what is the most logical place to put something to attach to your spinal cord so that a computer can speak to your brain? I, I honestly don't know. Also, keep in mind, keep in mind, but it has to leave absolutely no physical evidence behind. So just injecting a, a small needle into you, so, you know, because you could, if you stuck a needle in your brain stem. Mm -hmm. That would leave marks. There, there are, I'm sure, people that have had uh, things like that. I'm positive 
Department. Right. You know, and um, they do put tracking devices on people. That's how they keep revisiting these people over and over and over again throughout their lifetimes. Regular visitations then as well, or? I'd rather refrain from talking about that if I can, please. That's fine. That's fine. It's uh, not a problem. One of, different One of the reasons that I was able to get past the whole scared to death part of it, the ET, the extraterrestrial, mm-hmm. ET would never hurt Elliot. So in my mind as a kid, let's say... Uh, eight to ten year old kid. I'm watching E.T. and I see this magical being with a, a light in his belly and a flashlight in his finger and I'm thinking about how wonderful this is to watch and and you know all these magical things happening in that. Okay. That is the way that I got myself past the fight part of it. Mm-hmm. I mean it's still scary as hell a scary event but once you get past that you can start to ask questions even have to move their mouths to speak to you for one reason the umbilical cord mm-hmm. it's attached to your spine they can communicate to you through your brain mm-hmm. they can change things they can manipulate your brain to the point to where you're not going to remember exactly what happens. And when you do start to remember, you're going to get it in fragments, in bits and pieces. Because they've wiped it out. They do and can. So, so what, what questions have you had the opportunity to ask these visitors? Why me? And what did they tell you? It had nothing to do with me. It had to do with the children that were coming after me. It had nothing on a personal level. Right. So it was more your DNA and your genome. I was, I was defective. Mm-hmm. And they fixed the problem. So fix you and then has a ripple effect down the line, you know, uh, through your future generations. To ultimately whatever end result they're looking for. Exactly. But see, it goes further than that, even throughout history. What you're going to realize, one of you, you look throughout history, we have been guided along a certain path to reach a certain goal. Columbus was led to America. Right. I remember reading uh, reports of that. Every war we've ever had, we've had historians come from their time frame. At some point, history gets completely messed up, mostly because the heroes of wars like to go back and rewrite it in a fanciful way to make themselves look heroic. Mm -hmm. So they come back and visit us. Our country... America has shot down multiple ships. That's why they know where they are instantaneously. 
technology. Not only no no, no America, the United States right. has had that technology since before the 20s. Mm-hmm. Well, so that technology has pretty much always been around. I mean, if you look throughout Arabia, if you look throughout Mexico, if you look throughout see that time has been manipulated, it has been it has been given a purpose. Humanity is headed to something more than what we are right now. And that, that's the, I guess, the uh, evolution by intervention then. Yes. Okay. My species of human being that have been wiped off the planet fled. They needed the flood. You have to kill off the Neanderthal. You have to kill off other branches of humanity for certain types of human beings that are on this planet. Does the, you know then see that this is where I, I start to struggle with that because they're picking and choosing who and what gets to live and die. You know that they are in fact helping us out. You know how do we know that they're telling you the truth um, when you're asking them these questions? Naive enough to believe that they aren't here helping themselves. Mm-hmm. The fact is that like I said, we're, we're headed somewhere with our gene pool as it is. We are headed evolving into something more. These things, these people, they're like us, but they are more evolved. They are way smarter than we are, and they've got things to teach us. Bring them down. They've even taken some. They take. They've taken hostages. Why do you think back in the twenties that the UFOs were going around and they were what? Flying by, you think they were going and shutting down nuclear sites. Why do you think they were doing those things? Mm-hmm. We had hostages. Extorting, we were extorting those people, getting the information that we could. We used reverse technology in order to gain the abilities that those so-called UFOs have. Now, is this stuff, you know, if I, if I, wanted, to, if I wanted to research this, what's a, what's a good um, reference that I could go into to look up to, to find out more about this, Joe? I don't know exactly. Okay. That, that you were given through your, through your visitors or? The internet is a very resource. Right. The the Germans, I was hoping to touch on that particular topic. Sure, we have about five minutes left on the show if you want to delve into that real quick. Antarctica is at, at 
Atlantis. Why the Nazis went to that area. Right, that ties into the Hollow Earth and even some of the Flat Earth stuff with uh, you know, Admiral Byrd. It was said that Atlantis. So I don't know about Hollow Earth. Right. I will say that I believe it's feasible. Mm-hmm. Um, the Nazis had time travel devices. That is what Bell was. But the bell was a rough draft. Mm-hmm. You make mistake. You're you're building uh, or reverse engineering something that you honestly have no contemplation nor understanding of. Flew. They wanted to know why it flew, but they didn't understand what it was doing at the time. Hmm. The Nazi bell crash landed in the United States. And yet it was, yes, okay. it was shot down right. in Kecksburg. Right, okay. The reason, that, the reason that they see soldiers show up so fast is because they're shooting them down. Right, that would make sense. It also ties into, also ties into why they are, I forget exactly what they call it, they're, they're like spraying stuff into the atmosphere. The chemtrails. The chemtrails with their systems. So, I guess basically our government feels that these are hostile forces then? For them? Absolutely. Okay. If you think that they don't hate our government, you'd be wrong. Okay. So, they're, they're, they're basically at war with the government. And are, would you say they're fighting over us then? Things. Yeah, see, I'm more. Go ahead. Our government is a hostile entity in itself. Uh-huh. It's out to get us. Right. Whether you want to think of it insane for saying that or not, that's your prerogative, but it's out to get us. I mean, they'd rather control you or kill you. Right. That's the point that we've gotten to. Fade that the truth is going to come out, that they'd rather kill you than for you to to be allowed to say what's real. Right. See, my, my problem is, uh, Joe, I, I don't trust anybody. I don't trust the government, and I don't trust, uh, you know, the, these entities or these beings that are, that are coming in and uh, visiting with people, taking people, having these medical procedures performed on them. Um, you know, personally for me, because we don't understand what's happening and maybe we're just the dumb sheep who are incapable of understanding, but you know, like you said, we're, we're pretty smart. Um, Kate with us, I, I, I wish that, uh, they would do a better job at, at minimizing that fear. I can say this and, and I honestly do sympathize, but they are not here to hurt you. Mm-hmm. They aren't. That's, that's my personal take on the whole thing. The, the fact is that we as a species have been interfered with. We evolved into what we are because of what they've done to us before. Mm-hmm. We are headed 
someplace different. We're not going to be what we are right now. Right. But we're going to be them, right? We, right. Okay. We are only living in the moment. And eventually the species becomes something much more advanced than we are. Now, is that... Uh, you know... sympathize with people that have went through the trauma. I do. But I do not think. And, I, and in fact, I know they are not here to harm me. So we got about two minutes left, Joe. Um, just one more question that I have for you. You know, th there's reports of many different species and types of uh, beings that have been, uh, you know, visiting humans and abducting them and performing these procedures on them. You know, would you agree that there are multiple species out there, or is every encounter you believe um, basically the humans of the future just coming back and kind of interfering with, with us right now? I've never been visited by anything but the greys. Mm-hmm. And the truth is that I believe that it is such a severely traumatic event that each of us see it in the way that we want to see it. You are going to be so extremely frightened sense of fright. You're not going to see things in a factual manner. You're going to see fragmented pieces. Right. That's the trauma. They, they do miss with your memory, they can make you forget that it ever happened. Mm -hmm. All through the umbilical cord that basically enters through your rectum. Right. And it attaches to your spine on the inside. Mm -hmm. After that happens, they have control of you. Right. They can, they can make it so that you cannot, I mean, you, oh man, you cannot move. Your eyes the only things you'll be able you'll be able to breathe but you'll be in complete panic mode you will not be able to think clearly no one can it's inhuman mm -hmm. it goes beyond what we understand now but the technology is well on its way i i hope joe that um you know with with your description that it makes it a little bit more comfortable for people and knowing at least that, you know, for my listeners out there, that they're not alone in these types of experience, regardless of what the interpretation is, because everybody may have their own, like you said, their own way of processing what is happening. Um, so I, I appreciate you taking the time to share you know, your experience and your knowledge. I know there's, there's a wealth of information that you have, um, you know, to share on this subject. So I thank you for taking the time with about one minute left. Do you have any final thoughts on this for the listeners out there? Uh, that you'd like to leave them with on this subject? The reason that the Inca knew our nut charts, star traps, and things like that, the information was brought to them. The time traveler basically crash landed back then. He was buried there under a pyramid. He is a time traveler. Mm -hmm. If you go there, you will find a Vimana underneath also, the star charts, the reason that they want the star chart, the reason he was obsessed with those star charts is because you have to know where the galaxy is located in order for your time machine or UFOs, the timelines get skewed. Mm -hmm. He got lost. He crashed. He wanted someone to come and get him. That's why he left that behind for us 
to see someone in the future will recognize it and know exactly what it is instantaneously. Mm. Makes sense. That way. That, that's uh, a really interesting take on that, Joe. Well, thank you uh, again. Thank you so much for uh, for being my guest on the Seeker Podcast. I uh, I greatly appreciate it. And uh, you know, we'll definitely stay in touch, and maybe we can have you back on for a follow up discussion, Joe. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you. Bye. You too. Thank you. Joe brought up a lot of points that uh, will, will leave me pondering for quite some time moving forward after this discussion. Uh, you know, from, from time travel to are they our future, are they our past, uh, a lot of really neat information in there. Uh, you know, this is a new endeavor that, that I'm starting here on the Seeker Podcast, and that's just having people like you and me share their stories. Because for those of you that have been following the show, one of my goals is to make these conversations more common. What a better way to do that than to have this platform for, for people who have had an experience who want to tell the world, hey, something has happened to me, and here's my experience. I think we all deserve to be heard. I think we are ignoring a crucial aspect of the human experience, and I think understanding, acknowledging this aspect can only improve our current condition because right now we seem to be spiraling out of control. We absolutely have zero control. I think reflecting on this, understanding this, will give us a, uh, a great advantage moving forward. So that's all the time I have on the Seeker Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please like it, share it, follow it, on, follow us on Facebook, uh, you know, and, and let me hear your feedback on it. I'd love to hear what you thought of the show. And if you'd like to be a guest on the show, go to servicechange.com, click on the contact button, and uh, you know, reach out to me. I'd love to hear your experiences with the paranormal, with abductions, with ghosts, with spirituality. Let's get talking about it. Let's make these conversations more common so we can better understand what's going on in this world and with this crazy thing we call reality. I'm Dennis Nappy II. This has been the Seeker Podcast with Service of Change, where small changes among the masses can have a massive impact around the world. I encourage you to be that change, never stop questioning, and keep an open mind. Thank you. Seekers.